Welcome to the Sunday Morning Meeting Podcast from Kingdom Faith Yorkshire. Today's speaker is Joanne Lloyd. Um, now, I know that many of you are new to Kingdom Faith Yorkshire watching this broadcast, either live or you watch it later on. So most of you are going to know who Joanne is, but Joanne's part of this enormous team of people that we call leadership. We have our different ways of doing it. We have the church leadership team. We have the corona leadership team. But the leadership team that you're part of is the trustees because we're also a legal charity. So, and the trustees have a very important role of um, overseeing really and holding uh, the church accountable, particularly financially, uh, but also from a policy safeguarding point of view, which could sound a little bit dry, but it's, it's challenging and exciting really, isn't it, Joanne? Because it's about guarding what we are as kingdom faith and, and, and maintaining that sort of feeling of enabling people to run with what they have throughout, um, even while holding uh, us accountable. Joanne, share me something, and this, I, I have, we haven't prepared this, so she's probably going to look at me slightly in horror, but tell me something that you feel God has taught you through being a trustee. Not a difficult question then. Um, well, you said I wasn't allowed to ask you about, tell us about yourself or something. <laughs> um, yes, you just asked me another equally yeah. difficult question. Yeah. Um, They're always difficult. Do you know what I've learned? I've learned to... Our trustees are Richard Hartnell and Jonathan Croft, Paul Abel, and myself. And I've really, I've learned perseverance because it's not been my strength. But I've also learned and seen humility in others. And um, I've grown to really appreciate that and appreciate the leadership that is over the church. Um, Jonathan Croft, particularly I knew before I came to to hear but I never really saw him as the person he is and you know he's an amazing man you know um so I don't know what have I learned as being a trustee I think to press on and press through things that aren't your strength <laughs> sorry yeah, no that's good that's good that's good I don't feel being a trustee is my strength either so <laughs> and Jonathan Croft who uh you were mentioning, Jonathan is, um, well, when he became a trustee in 2009, which was when we became a charity, Jonathan was one of the elders overall of Kingdom Faith. Uh, and these days, he is now leading Kingdom Faith in London, but he remains. And our other one, of course, is Richard Hartnell, who is our financial director. So anyway, let's hear the word of the God, for, the word of the God, the word of God from Joanne. She's going to do an amazing job this morning. Okay. So if she could hear you, you can do that clapping welcome to her right now. Hey, they're doing it in the room. Awesome. Joanne, I'm looking forward to this. Okay. Over to you. God bless you. Amen. Welcome. Good morning. Do you know what? It's such a privilege to be in the summit. And I know you guys aren't in the summit right now, other than the ones that are. But it's such a privilege to be here. And I just want to encourage you, this is not going to be forever. This is our normal right now, but this won't be our normal going forward. And I have faith and trust in that. But what I want to say is, we miss you. The summit isn't the summit without you being here. And it's such a privilege to be able to worship God in this place. You know, the, the church isn't a building. But when you come into this building, you are the church and we miss you. So I just want to encourage you to keep on keeping on. 
Um, yeah, it's a weird environment for all of us, isn't it? But let's keep on keeping on. So let's pray. Father, thank you for the truth of your word. Thank you for your restoration, for your love, for your grace, for your passion, for who you are and the privilege that we can know you for who you are. And Father, I pray your spirit of truth will be our filter that we listen through today and hear your word as you speak to us. Amen. On behalf of the trustees of Kin and Faith Yorkshire, I want to thank Pastor Paul, the leadership team, the Corona leadership team, the hub team, the tech team, which make this happen. Amazing. Um, the Ignite team that are inspiring our young people, the children's team that are keeping those children, our children, um, inspired and motivated to grow further in, with God. Our prayer team who are interceding for us and the church. For our finance team, who are doing an amazing job keeping us afloat. And our house churches that enable us to keep connected. And I want to thank all of those who serve our church, both hidden and visible. You know, for how you have navigated through this difficult time and this difficult season. For how you've served the Lord, our church, with a passion for God a passion for our community with love, grace and sacrifice. Thank you. We are aware, as trustees, we are aware and are so thankful for the countless hours you've put in to enable as many church activities to carry on as possible. Thank you. And I'm sure if you were here, you'd be thanking all those team as well. Oh, what interesting times we're living in, hey? Um, we have so many opportunities for fear and anxiety at this time. But these aren't from God. How we choose to think in these times can challenge our character, can drive us into despair, or can motivate us, can encourage us to thrive. And even in this season of incredible difficulty, we can thrive. I want to encourage you, I just want to ask you actually, how's your thinking been recently? Sometimes it's really good to think about what we're thinking about. Because when we do that, we can realise whether, whether that's the reason why we're feeling a little bit low or feeling positive. I had a big birthday recently. I wasn't planning to say this, but I had a big birthday actually on Monday. And I chose beforehand that it was going to be an amazing day. And people said to me, oh no, how are you going to cope with your birthday in lockdown? And my plans had to change and I wanted to love on people and I had to change that. But that didn't matter because my thinking said, it's going to be a good day and I'm never going to be this age again. So let's rejoice and go for it. So sometimes I think, I'm not saying all the time, but sometimes our thinking can really help to get us through certain situations. And these are times when we need to operate sometimes in the opposite spirit to what we're feeling. It may be that you're feeling fear and anxiety of the situation that we're in right now. But the opposite spirit that you can operate in is peace 
and love and joy. And I think sometimes there's power in operating in the opposite, opposite spirit on purpose. But how easy is it for us to empower fear in our lives rather than peace and give it airplay in our minds? How easy is that? Let's go to the word. My favourite book in the world. Um, 2 Corinthians 4 verse 7 to 9. And I'm reading from the Passion Translation and it says, We are like common clay jars that carry this glorious treasure within so that the extraordinary overflow of power will be seen as God's, not ours. Though we experience every kind of pressure, we are not crushed. At times we don't know what to do, but quitting is not an option. We are persecuted by others, but God has not forsaken us. He's never going to forsake you. He's never going to forget you. He knows exactly what you're going through right now. We may be knocked down, but we are not out. And we continually share in the death of Jesus in our own bodies so that the resurrection life of Jesus will be revealed through our humanity. We are in different times to the times that Apostle Paul was referring to here. But let's not wash over them. Let's not wash over the challenges that this season has brought to us. They've brought physical challenges to our health. Challenges to our lives as we knew them. To our families. To our finances. And we're living in restriction. But, and there are times when a but is a good thing. In verse 1... It's okay, you can laugh at home, that's fine. In verse one, didn't think it was that funny. In verse one of this chapter, it says, we never give up. Quit or faint with weariness. In verse eight, it says, we are not crushed. We are not driven to despair and we are not destroyed and we are never abandoned by God. And that is the truth. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 16 to 18, again in a passion, says, So no wonder we don't give up. And that's because they've previously spoken about um, the enrichment and God's marvellous grace. No wonder we don't give up. For even though our outer person gradually wears out, our inner being is renewed every single day. And we view our slight, short-lived troubles in the light of eternity. And we see our difficulties as the substance that produces for us an eternal weighty glory far beyond all comparison. Because we don't focus our attention on what is seen, but what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but the unseen realm is eternal. For all that's going on at this moment, do we want it, the whole situation, coronavirus, etc. Do we want it to be our focus? No, we don't. I hope that was your answer. So what is your focus right now? What has your focus? What is consuming your thinking and focus at this time? Where is your gaze in this season? In preparing for today, I asked the Lord what is important to him in this time 
for us. And he said that it was for, uh, for him to know that, well, for him, that he has our heart and that he has our gaze and our focus. So the question is, has he? Quite a challenge, that. I was also reminded of war horses and, and, and horses generally. A horse's eyes are at the side and they have the ability, apparently, to see almost 360 degrees. And they can wear blinkers. And blinkers are shields that prevent the horse from seeing behind him or to the side, enabling him to see what's ahead and to not get distracted by the things that are going on around him. His gaze, his focus is on what is ahead, not what's behind or around him. So how about you? Are you getting distracted by everything that's happening around you? It's quite easy to do. Or are your eyes fixed heavenward? And in this, I just want to encourage you. I'm not saying that we aren't to give the season we're in its proper place, because we are, hence my mask that I'm wearing all the time. But I want a heavenly perspective on it. And for my eyes to be fixed on Jesus. I don't want to take my eyes from him. In Isaiah 50, verse 7, in the New Living Translation, it says, because the sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like flint, like stone, determined to do his will. And I know that I will not be put to shame. The flint spoken here is a very hard, dark rock. And it's used for making knives and sharp tools and weapons. And here it is used figuratively in the Bible to express hardness, the toughness of an impossible task, the inflexibility of an unwavering determination. It's used here to express Jesus's determination to persevere in the excruciating task set before him to endure the cross. Is your gaze, fi is your gaze fixed heavenward? In Philippians 3, verses 12 and 13, it says, I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing, but I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose that Christ Jesus has called me to fulfil and wants me to discover. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do have one compelling focus. I forget all that is past and I fasten my heart to the future instead. Are you still running with passion? Are you still depending, or are you, sorry, depending on your own strength? This is so easy to do, but God wants us to rely on him and his strength in us. Have you forgotten the past, truly? Or have you merely covered over it? How do you forget the past in a helpful way? God didn't ignore our sin. He dealt with it. And then he chose to remember it no more. I, choose to use, I chose sorry, to use the time in, I had in lockdown number one wisely and to reassess my focus and my gaze. I chose to look at the past 
and to put it in correct perspective and context and to let it go. There may be times when we have to look at it, maybe repent, maybe um, seek forgiveness, maybe forgive other people, but then let it go. Our past, if undealt with, can influence the filters that we look at or look at the world through. This week, our car had a service um, and they had to look, as they normally do in filters, they, they look at the oil filter. And if, you, do you know, oil in your kitchen, if it's left, it can get really sticky and horrible. And if it becomes mucky, um, it can cause mucky oil to work around your engine. So it's really important sometimes to look at our filters. What filters are you looking through? Even this week, I was aware, um, I was unaware, sorry, even this week, a filter that I was unaware of was brought to my attention. And it was a filter that I'd been looking through since childhood, since playing in the school playground. That's okay. I just needed to reconcile it, acknowledge it, and give it to God and carry on. Do any of your filters need changing or do they need maintenance? Are you longing for what lies ahead? In Hebrews 12, verses uh, 1 and 2, there is an excellent picture of how we, are, how we can set our faces like flint. As for us, we, are, we have all of these great witnesses who encircle us like clouds. So we must let go of every wound that has pierced us and the sin we so easily fall into. Then we'll be able to run life's marathon race with passion and determination for the path that has already been marked out for us. So can you see here that actually there are things that, that do wound us, um, but they're not always sin. But it's important that if there are any wounds that have pierced our heart, do they need wound, um, healing? If you've ever had a splinter in your finger, does anyone remember that? Having a splinter in your finger and, and you'll know that the finger will heal with the splinter in place if you don't remove it. But if you do that, it will always hurt. There will always be tenderness there. So we need to tend to the splinter in our finger. We need to remove it and so that it can heal healthily. And we can do this spiritually too. So we need to run the race with passion and determination. And that speaks to me of tenacity and resilience that God has given us. We need to keep on keeping on. In 2 Peter 1 verse 3, it says, Everything we could ever need for life and godliness has already been deposited in us by his divine power. For all this was lavished upon us through the rich experience of knowing him who has become us, uh, who has called us, sorry, by name and invited us to come to him through a glorious manifestation of his goodness. As a result of this, he has given you magnificent promises 
that are beyond all price so that through the power of these tremendous promises, you can experience partnership with the divine nature by which you have escaped the corrupt desires that are of the world. That's fabulous, isn't it? We've got everything we need for life and godliness. We've already got it. We just need to take part of it. We need to partner with, partnership with it and move with it. We've got every gift, everything we could ever need. We've already got it. Don't you just hate it when people say, um, or they, they pray for patience, and um, then they have loads of opportunities to exercise patience. And they're like, God, I asked for patience. And he's like, yeah, I'm giving you the opportunity to exercise patience. We already have patience within, inside us. We just need to exercise it. So what gifts has God given you that you need to exercise? So I'll ask again, what and who has your heart? What has your gaze? Because what's important to God is that he has your heart and that he has your gaze. So in this weird time we're in, what is your focus? If it hasn't been where it needs to be, that's okay. Change your heart change your mind, change your thinking and direct it back to God. Let's not take our eyes off God in this weird season that we're in. Let's not forget what the main thing is. Let's keep the main thing the main thing. Let's keep our eyes fixed on him, the author and perfecter of our faith. If you feel that you've got a bit rusty or... Just that you're not as passionate as you were. Come on, stand up, brush it off, get rid of it. I don't want that dust, it doesn't belong to me. Shake it off and choose to empower yourself with the gifts God has already given you. Remind yourself of the truths that are in the word of God. This is a powerful tool. Let's use it. Let's stand on the word of God. Band, if you'd like to start to come up. We are in, we are living in a unique season and we have so many opportunities for fear and anxiety to consume our focus and gaze. And whilst acknowledging this, let's choose to operate in the opposite spirit, which is peace and joy. But how easy is it for us to empower fear in our lives rather than peace? This is not a time to take our eyes off the prize. This is not a time to take our eyes off Jesus. This is not a time to be apathetic, but intentional and focused. And when anxiety is predominant in our lives, there is only one name that can conquer it, and that's Jesus. Jesus is our victory. He is our sure and certain hope. I just want to encourage you to stand firm. Sometimes it's important to stand up Stand firm, solid and secure in who you are in Christ. If there are areas in your life that you need to, that you know you've been, that has been hindering you and holding you back from where you know God wants you to be, bring this to him now as we sing this next song. Bring this to him now. Turn away from these things, lay them at the foot of the cross and giving them to Jesus. Forgive yourself for holding on to these things. So come on, rise up. Remember who you are and whose you are. And because of whose you are, you are who you are. 
Remember the first song we sang, the old has gone, the new has come. I celebrate in everything you've done. Let's fix our eyes on Jesus as we sing. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources by Kingdom Faith and for our other audio and video podcasts, please visit kingdomfaith.com forward slash Yorkshire.